Welcome back to another episode of the World's OKS Podcast, the 643 Conspiracy. I'm your host, Hank. I've got your co-host, Drew, here with me. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we've got the first guest we've ever had on the show, Nico, the conspiracist and the mastermind behind Pure Pet Wellness. Nico, how are we doing today, man? up it's going good it's a rare rainy day here in san diego um so we got the kids inside with the cardboard slide and everything doing a little play set but uh it's doing good definitely how about you guys true i think we're both dealing with rain too aren't we yeah it's it's uh it decided to uh pour down rain just the the last 20 minutes man it sucks because i spent most of the the uh morning trying to get my I'm sorry. Trying to get my grill all set up, and I got my wife making dumb faces at me here in the corner. So I'm trying not to pay attention to her. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> That's stuff, man. That's good stuff. My man, I tell you, anytime I'm in here on these things, Cap, my wife always pokes her head in the door and folks with me too. So it's cool. Oh, I'm lucky. Yeah. I'm lucky she doesn't, or else I'd get all frazzled. Too, dude. I got exactly. the door closed at least over here. I just got my dogs in here. I, I, I yeah, love, well, I try to keep the door closed, but you know how that works. I love catching streams with you, uh, Nico. Your dogs are just always passed out. I'm surprised the it. I think it's in the same spot. Yeah, in, and I just. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's one over there. Well, there's you one know, right there. He wants. To, he always wants to go on a walk. <laughs> always always well i mean yeah. our listeners that's pretty much what this episode is going to be nico is uh the owner of pure pet wellness uh the line of cbd products that the podcast that we got going just partnered up with you can use promo code 643 on your checkout get 20 percent off and uh i was just thinking this would be a great opportunity for everybody to you know get some good information directly from the source so one thing that I instantly like about the product, because I did, I bought some of the the Paul Bomb, and I'm oh, instantly yeah. impressed. I've used it twice over four days, and it's it's incredible. Like it, that is that is some real stuff. Like my Husky's paws have instantly transformed into not just dry, cracked up, rough, sandpaper horror paws. It, it's some really cool stuff. So I, I mean, oh yeah. Well, that with the the paw bombs was uh, was actually one of our more expensive products because it has to use organic bee wax, not for the consumer. It's the same price as any other paw bomb that you could get from another competitor. You'll see some on Amazon and stuff like that, but they all have like synthetic chemicals and binders that help have it have a longer shelf life. Um, but ours is fully um, natural ingredients. So there's only four ingredients in there. It's organic beeswax, organic coconut oil, organic shea butter, and a little bit of organic um, hemp oil for the vitamin E. And so um, the beeswax is actually really expensive because to get it organic, it has to not have any inorganic farms within a five mile radius of where the bees are at any time. So these days it's like, where are you going to find a place with square miles of just organic farms that you can produce enough honey to make a vow or anything to make your bees viable um so that that makes it a little pricey even uh, more pricey than the cbd because the cbd is grown here in the united states in pretty large quantities now so 
Um, but that was one of the big reasons I got into this whole industry was um, at first I heard about CBD and I thought it was like an expensive snake oil, like new, like hippie type thing. And I was not really awakened to the nutrition side of the world yet because I was young and I didn't have to be because uh, I didn't have any health issues um, that I had to Google away and stuff like that yet. Right. But uh, the first time I did get hit in the face with a big health issue was from my from a dog that I had rescued, and she had dual hip dysplasia to the point that um, when I took her to a vet in San Diego, they quoted me the prices. It was like 8000 a hip or something. And they were like, well, um, I mean, you obviously probably can't afford that. So if you want to, we could put her down today for like three or 400 bucks. And I'm like, what? Oh, my gosh. And they're like, yeah, like those are like, I mean, you don't want her to suffer. And I'm like, there's got to be another option. And so I was still looking the medical option because I was still in that paradigm. I didn't look outside that bubble. So I went to Mexico because it was right across the border here and went to a bunch of different vets there and ended up having surgery done there. And um, the point, the dogs were so much like our kids that we were living in downtown San Diego in a seven like in a 19th story beautiful like overlooking the city and we moved from there to tijuana to be next to our dog's vet um to go through the surgery process to do the recovery process because she couldn't go up and down the elevator every day and stuff like that so we got a house in the backyard and um it was still was a horrible process and through that process, uh, we met another vet down in Mexico and he gave us like the first idea about potentially doing holistic stuff. And so he gave us idea of raw diet, CBD, anti-inflammatories like turmeric. And um, that whole sent me down a whole rabbit hole that um, has led me to where I am today. And that was like about seven years ago. Um, but that, that uh, doctor, his actual name is Dr. Rivera. He's still down implies he's great and uh he represents something that we lack here in the united states now is independent um owned vets maybe where you guys are at um, there's still a few but here in san diego we're a pretty big city and all of our vets are almost completely corporate owned so even if it says mm -hmm. like johnson's mom and pop vet on the sign it's actually owned by the same people who own like banfield or any other of these giant conglomerates and uh, I actually sat next to the guy on the plane who was telling me how he was buying this all up because I got upgraded to a first class. There's no way I would have sat next to this guy in like a normal world situation. But uh, he was just going off about how he's going to he was in San Diego at the time buying up mom and pops and then buying their name so that it, he wouldn't have to replace it with like Walmart vet or whatever. And that way people would still go in there thinking that they had a mom and pop and they weren't being screwed over. But in reality, there is no such thing as a mom and pop. And those mom and pops were getting like 200, 300,000 a year, maybe a hundred thousand if they were a smaller vet because they own their own practice and they were able to prescribe whatever they wanted. They didn't have to have like a deal with certain pet food companies and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, when those mom and pops got kicked out now, the vets make like 60000 a year and they have student loans, so they don't question anything. So if the paperwork, if the computer says you have to prescribe this this type of kibble for this ailment, you got to prescribe this kibble for this ailment. Even if it's like a diabetic dog, they're going to give him like brewer's yeast byproduct, which is the stuff that comes out of a brewery that you normally throw away, 
feed to the hogs or use for fertilizer or something. It's spent brewer's use basically. Um, but they found a way to not only sell it, but sell it at a premium in this medicinal dog food, which is the farthest thing from that. And, uh, like that, that just, that unraveled so many different things with me going back and forth from the vets in TJ and the vets in San Diego and seeing that whole process. And then even having to deal with the medical, um, industry, cause I had, I had to take a, um, an ambulance ride to Mexico and I don't know how our ambulance rides and where are you guys at around like 2000 bucks just to sit in them? No, it's, it's, yeah. A, I mean, I'm, it, it's a lot. Like I think the average ambulance ride around here is anywhere from 35 to $5,000. Yeah. Just to start, like before they even hook you up to machines or yeah. put band-aids on you. So in, in Mexico and they're, they're asking you like, while you're all jacked up for your insurance and your ID and all this stuff, uh, in Mexico, I went in an ambulance and it was crazy because there's three guys in the back instead of just one guy in the back usually. And they had me hooked up to every possible machine within three seconds. And I kept trying to grab my wallet and they're like, what do you trying to get your wallet for? And I'm like, you, you need my ID. You need my insurance. They're like, all we need is you to tell me which hospital you want to go to. Like, stop. <laughs> we don't need your name. We don't need any of this shit. We're going to like treat you first. And I'm like, what in the world? Like, this is a completely different um, system, which sucks because I love America <laughs> and stuff like that. But it's good to see that other side because I was living in this paradigm and this paradigm um, would never have let me try something like CBD. And um, I think that really helped me out. It was a kind of like a red pill into the health uh, world. Have you guys ever had something like that, like a health scare that made you look into um, like maybe a diet change or something like that? I wouldn't say that. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Drew. If you got something specific. <laughs> like kidney yeah. stone or something. Or, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, no, back uh, several months ago, I mean, so pretty much my whole life I've dealt with digestive issues and, and uh, you know, have always had, you know, issues if I ate too much of this or if I ate that or what have you. So, uh, like, September of last year, I started, uh, like, waking up and throwing up in the mornings and just having all these health issues and like my stomach was really giving me issues so i was like what the hell is going on so i went to the doctor and um they were like well you know uh i did an endoscopy and colonoscopy you know so i had to drink the deuce juice and all that stuff which is terrible (laughs) right oh Um, yeah and so sleep great though the the sleep yeah (laughs) that propofol stuff is fantastic i can see how michael jackson uh got hooked on that stuff (laughs) i was like the best after having kids and stuff i'm like that's the best time best sleep i've ever had (laughs) fantastic nap for sure so um you know they did all these tests and they did a biopsy and they said in the biopsy that um that they think I had celiac disease. So I said, okay. Mm. So then they did all these other tests and they said that I have, um, I don't have celiac disease according to the tests, but I have every genetic marker that would make somebody like me have celiac disease. Interesting. Okay. Right. (laughs) So, but don't worry, you know, you don't need to change your diet or, you know, anything like that. So I cut out, all gluten from my diet completely because I was, you know, I was getting sick from it. 
Um, but you know, they were telling me I, I didn't have it. I've dropped almost 90 pounds in since last year. Oh, wow. how's your amazing. concentration? You're like, uh, so, yeah, so much better. Irritability has gone down probably. Uh, a little bit, still you know, I, I, I'm still <laughs> in a high stress job, so I still get pissed off, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely more manageable, but you know, just cutting that out and doing that diet change, you know, as, as allow, open my eyes to, you know, eating better and, you know, trying to make, you know, better choices and stuff. So I, I, I understand it and our, the healthcare system here in America sucks and I wish it was different. Oh Yeah. Which is why I found Nico, what you do just, it's beautiful, man. Like, I mean, I've, I've got like, I feel like my dogs are my kids. Oh yeah. My, me and we actually, today's the third year anniversary of me and my wife getting our Husky and he was pretty much a rescue. She worked at a truck stop and this trucker came in and asked everybody working if anybody wanted a, a Husky puppy. And if he didn't, get somebody to take him he was just leaving him in the parking lot and so like i told her to bring him home and it, it was the best thing we could have ever done i mean like that is my i love that dog and so oh, he's yeah. already about four in between four four and a half years old somewhere in there because i don't know exactly how old he is but right you know he, he he's going he's going to end up you know getting old one day and i'm i'm trying to just prolong him and and my little my a pit puppy she's just a little oh, house, yeah. house hippo right now but, <laughs> you know, I, I want them to to not have to worry about creaking and croaking and groaning and having muscle pains and stuff to the next you know as much as i can help you know oh, with yeah. surgery because i've definitely believed in a holistic approach to medicine i i myself do not like the idea of going to hospitals when i'm sick and stuff i'll just I'd rather suffer than, you know, if I can't take an ibuprofen or a Tylenol for it, then I really don't want to mess with it. I don't, oh, yeah. you know, even ibuprofen, I think over 400 milligrams, that's the uh, like max level that it actually affects inflammation and anything over that. It's just going to be damaging your stomach yeah, and it right. also slows your healing process. Mm-hmm. So I had a torn rotator cuff that was like going towards the direction of not getting better and I was doing like ibuprofen, but I was also doing turmeric. So I might've been overdoing just the anti-inflammatories in general. But when I switched off the ibuprofen and just did turmeric and CBD and my physical therapy, it went from being like, oh, I might eventually have to have a surgery on this thing to three weeks later being like, oh, I'm almost fully recovered. Like I could pick my kids up and everything again. So that was pretty but i think everyone's different in terms of that because i'm very sensitive to pharmaceuticals i think after i had a run-in with uh an acne medication when i was younger too or when i was 18 so similar time to when my dog stuff was happening so it's uh it's it's a big eye-opener but it sucks um like when you do look even in the natural world and the supplement world, there's a lot of cash grabby type stuff going on. And when CBD first came out, there was a ton of that going on. Like the people were mislabeling CBD oil and just putting hemp oil with no CBD in there at all. Um, and just like different mislabeling stuff on the labels, which hemp oil has like minor um, anti-inflammatory process. Um, 
properties to itself, but the real active ingredient would be CBD and CBD in high dosage for certain situations. Um, but yeah, so like I worked for a company when I started seeing the results that CBD was able to do or what my dog was doing better with the conjunction of the draw diet and glucosamine supplements and stuff like that to the point that when we came in to do the second hip, like we were going to do another surgery on the second hip and the doctor did an x-ray and we were once we were going in we were like i don't think like it was just a scheduled appointment like we at that point we we're like dude she's doing so much better i don't think we're going to need to do a surgery on the second hip <clears throat> and when we looked at the hip on the x-ray that the vet could almost not believe it he was just like dude this hip is the inflammation is almost completely gone like the joint is wow. not healed but it's functioning like it still has the 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 damage but since there is no inflammation there it's not continuing to damage so that uh that same vet worked with me for like two or three years and we we had people coming in like crying for from stuff i didn't even know it was like it was still new to me i thought it was just okay hips i was thinking it's good for hips potentially i didn't know inflammation is a root cause of so many different things for people for dogs for a lot of stuff so um when i my doberman here um the reason i started using cbd with her is because a lot of the people that were coming into that vet when we were prototyping the products were coming in because they had found on a forum in mexico or a forum somewhere in spanish that 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 it potentially could help with seizures or epileptic um dogs and the medication that they do have for them is really gnarly and the side effects are really gnarly and it's hard to get the dogs to take them so a lot of people look for alternatives and these guy this guy with the golden retriever was coming in and i have to say like this is anecdotal this is not fda approved or anything like this or but this guy came in crying um when we restocked one day because i had been not coming for a while and um he was telling me how his golden retriever has, hadn't had a seizure since he'd been using it. And like, he'd been just like, it saved his life. And it was a young dog who was having seizure issues. So like that made me realize the potential it had for a wide variety of different things. Um, and like stuff I saw first person was the company I did work for, even with the lowest quality, they were using grapeseed oil, which is the lowest quality oil you could possibly use. And it's the cheapest oil. Dogs are actually allergic to grapes. So it's weird to use an extract from grape seed to give to dogs. Um, that te technically it's the dogs I saw given to it did not have an allergic reaction to it, but I still don't see it being a good idea. It's just cheap. Um, that's why right. we use organic MCT oil, which is not cheap, um, but it, it has the highest um, fat ratio for carrying CBD. So it'll make it the most bioavailable, um, at least with our process that we have now. Um, so that with a little bit of MCT oil and that's it. So there's no, there's no, um, it's all human grade too. So there's no flavoring or anything like that some of them will put like synthetic bacon flavor or different stuff in there to make it have a longer shelf life um, but we don't do any of that it's all organic like i use it all the time this is my this is my dog kaya's bottle i don't know if it will focus on this thing uh, well it has her name on it and uh, <laughs> she uses it i use it it's cool because it has a squirter so i can just go like this uh, uh oops i should some of the get into a little bit with 
give a rundown of your product line and how like how you apply these things to your dog. I mean, because the paw bombs okay. are explanatory, but for the yeah. never mess with CBD. Like, how do you go about purchasing what they're what they're needing and and then using it for their dog? So, <clears throat> so when CBD first came out, when we still have it in this model because it's still probably the most popular way people order it, and it comes in like a little tincture bottle. So you pull it, you pull the top. It has increments like 0.1 to all the way up to one um and that is great for the old way but this is i think we're the only ones doing this right now the spray bottle um the spray bottle is great because you don't have to be like a mad scientist in the nighttime it's hard to see so like sometimes like with my dog who has seizures if i notice she's about to have a seizure like her pupils will get dilated and her tail will tuck under her Thing. If I spray her with a bunch of, see, if I'm early enough, sometimes I'll be able to potentially mitigate those and she won't have the seizure. Or if she does have the seizure, it will be a lot shorter. But she hasn't had one in four years. But I do keep this on me whenever I'm with, even walking with my dog or anything. And I give it her a little bit in breakfast and stuff. But if I was to be freaking out and trying to, had that little dropper bottle i've spilt the whole bottle before and stuff like that just trying to get the dose or whatever so with this i just aim it in her mouth and just spray away and then i count so every spray is measured out here and that way like in the dark whatever i can just go one two three four five and i know she's dosed so that's one of my favorite ways and you can spray it directly in her mouth on her food on her treats um even topically if you have any um like bumps or lumps or um like hot spots and stuff like that so um How a lot of with like skin irritations and stuff that it works great with skin irritation so one of the dogs um at that company that i worked for before i had my own company um there's two dogs that one had fatty lumps all over it they did not have it diagnosed they don't know if it was cancer or if they were benign fatty lumps but it, they were all over the dog and the dog was very lethargic and it looked like it was like almost in hospice. But once they started giving it high doses of their product, which was very low grade, but it still worked um, for their dog. And they were, they're actually very high priced, but um, it, it was going back to dog parks again. And then that other dog came in with hot spots all over it, which was in like the level of hot spots. It almost looked like dog abuse. Like if I saw that dog in someone's house, I would have called, something on it not knowing what was going on with it because it was just almost hairless and bleeding and stuff and uh i think that was i don't know if they did i think the vet may have said that was allergy related wow but um this now that helped return it it got full hair back it stopped chomping itself down i'm not sure if they did oral and topical with that one but <laughs> sorry now yeah. with the with the um the dog with the fatty lumps i've got a yellow lab right big fat guy he's got fat lumps all over um that the vet has said you know they're benign or you know whatnot would you recommend um using it topically on those spots or giving it to him orally or or, or what? i would de definitely put uh an oral dose and maybe a, a topical dose but with that i don't know how deep it is and how well it works um, that way. But normally, topically, you can get away with a way lower dose than orally. So if it does 
work that way you can get you'll be very effective from a small dose which is nice um but yeah that i would get started on that i can um send you a sample as well um if you want to try that for them because yeah that that's been that was helpful for that dog i haven't had um one that i've spoke to personally from my products that's had that specific issue uh mostly it's like seizures and joint issues and stuff like that but yeah, he i definitely has see... some joint issues too you know being oh, okay. a yellow lab he's got the hips oh yeah uh, you know they're notorious for that so <laughs> i definitely want to try that and definitely um you know just listening to hank with his husky my my lab has really rough paws too so i definitely want to try some of that paw bomb Dude, the can, stuff we're using now is, is not that, that good like it immediately makes it makes a difference Oh, I, I use it too. Cause I did have a human line before this, and this is like a really big hilarious joke. This is how bad I am at uh business side of stuff. And like, if this product didn't sell itself, like I wouldn't be able to sell it. Like I'm the worst salesman on earth, but I had, it was originally called DPTV was my <laughs> website. So that, that has very sexual connotations that I had no idea of at the time, but it was Dogpile TV. But I could have probably sold that to some adults, <laughs> that freaking domain. But <laughs> I had that domain locked down. But I had like a, a bunch of people would walk into stores and be like, what the hell is DP TV oil for? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I had one of the, like a good like mentor at one of these stores who he has like a bunch of his own lines of products for like dog shears and dog grooming stuff. Be like, hey, we need to rework this as a business. Like I love your products, but selling this to distributors and stuff is a little difficult. <laughs> and so that guy helped me a lot, but he, he, I, he was huge in like motivating me because they had other CBD products in their pet line and then um, when they had their like the people who work there try ours versus theirs it was just like theirs didn't feel anything at all and they had like joint relief or just a, bit, a myriad of different things to say positively about our roll-ons which is actually probably the least popular thing for dogs um, because they have such long fur it's very difficult to get the roll-on to be effective unless you have like a pit bull or something with the shorter shorter fur right but it, it's still all human grade. So that's one of my favorite products for myself because it doesn't waste any oil at all. Like I've had, a, a my wife has one at work too, just sitting in um, the office right there and you just roll it on your elbow or on your wrist because we're on the computer a lot. So we roll it on our wrist often. And that gives an amazing, like nice uh, anti-inflammatory property. Um, but we don't, we don't technically have a human line right now, but all these products are still human grade. Like we don't have a separate inventory for cheaper dog grade stuff. It's all human grade stuff. So you have got the paw bombs. I'm sorry. Paw, oh yeah. Paw bombs. We got roll-ons. We have, um, like a, different sizes for the paw bombs. So like anywhere from Chihuahuas to Dobermans. Mastiff might have trouble, but they, they could just put one section of the paw in at a time. <laughs> they don't have to do the whole paw the whole time. But um, then we have the two different types. Like we have the spray and the dropper bottle. And uh, most people get the dropper just because when you hear CBD, that's what you think of. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the spray would definitely be better. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I, I love the spread. It took like a, a bunch of math to get it math out to see exactly what what each spray comes out to, and it's like a it's a, it's a ratio. But if you on the bigger one, it's not bad. It's like each spray comes out to five point six milligrams, so that's not bad to multiply. And the thing with CBD, a lot of people at first they're very scared. They treat it as a regular prescription, so they don't want to go like any bit over. They're worried about overdosing, which is really smart with most prescriptions if you take one or two over the pill that could be a lethal dose if not just enough to make them really sick so with this product our product this is a thousand milligram bottle this the strongest bottle we have uh i've had my dog eat a couple bottles like he'll bite the plastic right here and just drink the whole bottle and he, he'll be just doing what he's doing right now just relaxing and there's there's no side effect except for it's not cost effective so like it's it, <laughs> Awesome. Like, yeah, right. it could get pricey if your dog drank a whole bottle every day of CBD. Like, even we have probably the cheapest premium grade pet CBD out there. Probably the only premium grades pet CBD that I've seen. Um, there are some good human CBD products out there for sure now. Uh, before there was not very much. There was a lot of like Chinese CBD, a lot of weird stuff going on. But still, for the pets. There's, um, if there is something that is premium grade, I would love to know about it as well. Though. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't fear any competition because, uh, it's really hard to compete with us since we are like a mom and pop. Um, I have a regular nine to five too, so I don't have to profit off of this to pay my bills. Um, but it is, it's, it's nice to be able to keep this company going and hopefully grow it and uh stuff like that so we we also keep stuff super simple like here's one of our packages um there's no we don't get the the box printed or anything like that the labels are really nice um on the actual product but we don't have any extra print on the box it's just a recycled box the basic label um and nice packaging so nothing breaks um which i i've noticed some of the people have like the most premium boxes and when i look at the pricing i'm like man I wonder how much you had to take off your ingredients to make this work in your budget or whatever. <laughs> so that's that's why one of the reasons why I was so excited to start this whole partnership off with you because I see, you know, I've heard your story on, you know, other places and, and it's a great story. The the product is amazing and and I I wanted to help push the word that you were out there to as many people as I could. I'm not doing this for any personal gain. Like I wanted people to know that you can help not only your dog, but yourself. Oh yeah. Well, I'd like to mention too, that I do send out samples, especially to like people that I'm big fans of. And I know you're relatively new, but you're, um, I, I mean, you're, you're friends with all these big, huge, and I'm just as new as you actually to the podcast as well. So, um, like it's just great to be working with people that are like-minded and it's kind of like i'm in california so i'm in a bubble so it's rare to find people with honorable character and stuff it's like a bunch of rat races and starting to steal cheese from each other out here <laughs> and so and really excited that we could have you on today you're the first guest on our show i think that's a big deal man and, uh, yeah i'm, I'm excited, excited to, to keep spreading the name and the word around but uh we're about to run out of time here, so I just want to go ahead and wrap this up. Nico, once again, I thank you for coming on, man, and talking about your company. I'm really excited to be starting this partnership off, and hopefully we can generate a lot of traffic for you, man. 
No problem, man. Thank you so much. I'm excited to meet uh, such good guys and I can't wait to come back on the show and see you guys grow. Sure. I'm hoping we've got the plans in a, in motion to start a round table show once a month. Have a, Oh, I would love a seat. We're going to have you on back again soon. If not for another, you know, we can dive into some conspiratorial stuff, you know? Oh yeah. We could get into pet food conspiracies. I can talk about health conspiracies or anything you guys want to talk about. I could, I, I, I could uh, roll with it. <laughs> Absolutely. Drew, man, what you going to have going on for the rest of the day? Man, uh, not a whole lot. It smells like uh, my wife's got the steak going, so that's good. It sounds like the rain's got off, so must uh, must be having that going. So probably just eating some good food, drinking some beers, and hanging out. There you go. There you go. Nico, once again, we appreciate it, man. Let people know where they can find you. Definitely. So you can find me at the uh, Cronspiracist, uh, any of your podcast platforms, um, Spotify, definitely. That's where I'm hosted for now. Uh, I might be switching. Ryan's told me some better ones, but for now, Spotify, but that puts me everywhere. Apple, um, then Instagram is the only other uh, platform. I think I might be on Facebook. I don't really use the Facebook. I had a co-host that helped me out with all the other side of stuff because I have so many other stuff going on right now. Um, so I just commend everyone who's able to do this uh, because podcasting is like a whole extra job on itself. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Man, great, man. We were, this was an awesome episode and we appreciate everybody for making it this far. Go check out Pure Pet Wellness and uh, we'll catch y'all next time. Take care. Appreciate it, Nico. Thanks. No problem.